Furniture. Appliances. Mattress. Fam.news. This is a dream I once had where this alarm kept going off. Oh, oh. Bam, I got it. Oh, back to bed. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> got it. Back to bed. Oh, man, those dreams are terrible. Those aren't dreams. Those are nightmares. Welcome to the Adventures of Matman. Another episode. I think it's 33. It's called Wake Up, People. And now, Matman's secrets to becoming a sleep-selling superhero. Well, good morning, superpower seekers. My name is Matman Sir Capeslot. I'm the comfortable Cape Crusader. I teach and preach the game plan for better sleep. And I'm the resident sleep superhero on staff with the Sweet Dreams Mattress and Furniture Dream Team of Lake Norman, just north of Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm also part of the fam crew of fam.news for all things mattress, furniture, appliance, and mattresses, where you can find mattress, appliance, and furniture industry info, intelligence, and amazing people. I go for the, to be a part of the people. If you are looking to find more creativity and more fun, you will do that with the fam crew at fam.news. Check out Dos Marcos podcast as well as a few others. Dude, those guys fire me up. If you're a local independent retailer, you can stand out by taking a lot of their advice. And they got a great book, Come Back to Bed. So uh, speaking of superheroes, the Dreams for All of Lake Norman Charlotte team rescued and delivered and donated 22 mattresses in the month of September. Woo! Hey, shout out to the Pinehurst team uh, from home base, the motherland too, because Corey Lane showed up with two trucks to donate big beds. Uh, they, they donated a bunch of Tempur-Pedic, uh, uh, t- Tempur-Pedic donations. I, dude, I couldn't have done it without them. So that's in two months, we did about 44, 43 beds all together. I mean, we really ramped it up. My previous average was only about 11 to 12, but there's a big need right now. Many of these recipients were veterans from Veterans Bridge Home, that they were homeless and now had and now had housing. And the others were Venezuelan refugees from the Latin American Coalition of Charlotte. Uh, if you are interested in contributing to Dreams for All, we are always looking for a monetary donation, and you can make one at 704-706-2436. $100 buys a bed for one of these folks that needs it. $30 to sanitize a mattress box spring each, and then 40 bucks for a bed frame. Now, if you're interested in joining the fight, like being a part of the superhero club here with the Dreams for All folks, you can do that too. So text the same number. We're always looking for new superheroes to join our ranks. Well, you know, it's uh, it's getting towards the end of the year here. You know, between Greg Law and myself, we call this the fourth quarter full court press. And between Greg Law, Katie Law, who are the owners of Sweet Dreams Mattress, and myself, we are big fans of Ed Milet, and he refers to this as separation season. It's that time of year when people tend to rest on their laurels just a little bit. And if only I could convince them instead to rest in their beds at night instead. But, you know, like when he says it's separation season, you know, people are like, oh, the holidays are coming up. I'm going to relax a little bit. I've been working hard all year. 
you know, I deserve a little break. I deserve a little time off. I deserve to eat all this candy, all this cake, all this pie, all this bad food. I deserve to just chill out and be with family and then not get as much done at work. I deserve to just slow down. We don't. We don't think that way. This is separation season. And as as Ed would say it, you know, uh, that's I'm just going to think the opposite of that. I'm going to push even a little harder. It's the fourth quarter full court press. I'm going to lean into my good habits a little bit more because of how much they produced for me all this time. And I'm going to do, I mean, I'm still going to hang out with my family. I'm still going to eat some festively wonderful pies, but I'm not necessarily going to go all in. You know what? Maybe I just eat most of the pie and I don't go back for the second piece. I enjoy what I had and then I move on. But for me, man, it's, it's really now focusing on my game plan for sleep more than ever. Because I want to keep my superpowers activated through the holiday seasons. And I'll tell you what, you know, uh, the when you separate yourself, like you come flying out of the new year at a phenomenal pace. I think that's what Ed was talking about. Is, uh, you know, he really, he really wants to start the next year with the best possible momentum. And I see that, you know, I see this mentality a lot of times from a week to a weekend. So everybody spends all week going to bed on time. But then Friday rolls around. It's like, oh, I'm going to bed at midnight. Two hours later, I'm waking up on Saturday really late. And I'm really exhausted all day. Well, you know what? That's not how I do it on the weekends. Man, I I get to bed right on time. Like, I'm not going to work my my tail off all week long just to stay up late the first night before the weekend and then be exhausted on the weekend. That sucks absolutely sucks but you could do the same thing with your year by treating this separate this separation season as what it is time to really focus and really just you know dig deep it's the fourth quarter full court press that's where that fourth quarter is where sometimes you know tom brady you know he he decided games in the fourth quarter guys (laughs) like he'd be down 20 points he'd still make it happen all right, so look, the holiday's coming up, and the year's going to come to an end, and it's the inevitable New Year's resolutions that are coming around for those who seek change in their lives by using soul, the metric of time of the sun traveling, that we travel around the sun. And I'll make some resolutions for myself. I absolutely will, because I love doing this. Uh, I have achieved two out of my three this year. Uh, you know, one of them was I learned to sew. I wanted to learn to sew. I've just finished up my first cape. It's awesome. It's freaking awesome. It's my custom cape. I couldn't describe. I couldn't get a seamstress to do it if I described it the way I want to do it. But then I learned so much about what more I want to do with a cape. So I'm I'm really excited. Plus I have other suits, which are uh, uh, that's a whole other episode. Uh, I also did some accent pillows, and I'm waiting on uh, you know getting some more of that stuff done. And I customize top sheets into fitted sheets for a local charity that has too many top sheets but no fitted sheets so instead i you know i just get a matching thing i uh or i I, you pin the things up around a mattress of the right size with a top sheet and then i get a matching uh thread and you go in the sewing machine you know at first i thought the the sewing machine was super difficult like that would be that's what i can't do I i don't know how to use a sewing machine and it turns out that hand stitching sucks Hand stitching's a freaking art. Oh my god, hand stitching sucks so bad. The machine is fantastic. You just put it in the machine. Like the machine does and you're done. Like great. Uh oh, and if you can't 
if you don't know how to do a bobbin, then, you know, like YouTube it or something, dude. Jeez. So anyways, uh, I've been sewing a lot <clears throat> and it's a lot of fun. And then this is also my best year ever in 5Ks. So I'm doing this, I'm recording this before I finish my 5K stretch, but I'll tell you that I've done a couple. I've run 5Ks under 30 minutes, sub 30 minute 5K. I was going to do it walking, but now I can run because I've been doing so much walking. And uh, I, the, the mat suit actually adds quite a lot of drag. I, I wasn't thinking that it really did, but it does. So uh, when I practice in downtown Kannapolis, I run a 5K in like 28 minutes, no problem. I'm, I'm actually like, you know, so I'm pushing myself a little bit, but I'm, I'm also trying to just work into it. I've got to start exercising in a few other means because i got to look for like some low impact stuff. I really do. I don't know how much time I, I have left to run. So, uh, but in the suit, I did one in Kannapolis downtown proper, 32 minutes and 20 seconds. And then two weeks later, I did one in uh, Mooresville proper at the Brat Trot. Woo! Uh, that was that also was 31 minutes and 18 seconds. So I shaved a minute off my time. I got a minute and 20 seconds to go. There's a few more left, but I, you know, you know what? Tell you what, I'll just put in a blurb here. Blurb. If I can give you an update uh, closer to when this closes, because I'll tell you what. Even if I don't hit my sub 30 minute 5K, I'm I'm feeling great. Like I'm running faster. I didn't think I would ever run again, to be honest. Uh, or didn't think that I could, but I had to work on my core muscles for months. So there was, there was quite a process to it. Okay, so then, you know, those are my New Year's resolutions. The, the last one was to be a sleep coach. And I haven't, I haven't done that yet, um, not, not officially. But that's okay, because I have saved a lot of sleep cycles. So instead of being a sleep coach, I just leaned into the superhero bit and really saved a lot more sleep cycles. And that's what a, that's what a sleep coach does, technically. They help someone realize their potential to save their own sleep cycles. So uh, by donating beds, that's that's the closest I'll get. And I've donated a lot of beds. So that's that to me, that's, that's enough. But I'm going to make more resolutions. They're up and coming. The thing is, though, is, man, if you're like me, like... Why are you going to wait to start trying? Like, if you want to make a New Year's resolution, are you going to start on day one and try and, and possibly fail? Or, you know, you can you can start trying now. And so that's what I did last year. Last year, I actually started trying a couple months prior and failed a bunch. So that with sewing and also with walking, um, that, you know, I tried to form habits and I, and I had a list of things that didn't work. So then when I was trying it in the beginning of the year and towards the middle of the year where I really caught some fire, that was it. Like I had already been failing for long enough that I figured it out. I figured how not to fail anymore. Uh, so, you know, uh, if you're if you're just going to wait, what, what I would call you between now and then is a zombie. Because I see a lot of people who are zombies. They walk around through their lives without any real meaningful uh, drive to change their lives. Or maybe they don't know they have the power to do it and they really just don't care. Like they don't set the goals. They don't set the ways, the things to do to transform themselves or to learn new habits. Like for me, I've got to do these things. I don't want to be who I was last year. I'd like to be a new person every year, but I'm still me. I'm just new skills. So... I, I'm just going to ask you a really important question. 
and this one fires me up. I kind of get in a, I get, I kind of get into a mean madman a little bit, but I'm gonna try now. I'll, st- I'll stay positive. So I'm just gonna ask you, and I, you know, please li- listen closely. Let me ask you this question. Are you ready? What's it gonna take to wake you up? Yeah, and I want you to think about this. Especially you're the type of person, if you're the type of person that hits the snooze button every day, you know, you hit it a few times. When that alarm goes off and you smash the snooze, there comes a point in time where you either choose to get out of bed or you are late. So whether you realize that time has come and gone or not makes a huge difference to the energy you have as you get out of bed. So if you chose, if you if you realize that you're going to be late, you'll click the button get up and casually walk and do your morning routine. But if you did not realize, if you hit the button one or three too many times, you're going to be frantic. You're going to jump up. You're going to, you're going to be like, Oh oh my God. Oh my God. Here we go. I got to do this. I got to do that. It's a whirlwind. And there's mistakes that are often made in the routine. Details are overlooked and missed. And in some appointments you can, you can be forgiven. They will accept you late. They will reschedule, and others, they do not. There is no second chance. And so I'm going to ask you one more time. What's it going to take to wake you up? So, you know, part of my routine here with Matman, you know, I believe that sleep is medicine. But I have also come to know people who believe nutritious food and exercise are both medicine. So I am, I am leaning towards being the healthiest version of myself for the rest of my life through my game plan for better sleep. But not everybody shares that same mentality. I can see it. Like diet is a huge one. Exercise is a huge one. Sleep is the biggest. And your body is great at sending signals that we snooze. Your body is something hurts over here. I lack energy there. Snooze. Move on. Y'all take a supplement. I'll just get a massage. I'm sore. Whatever. Like, just leave me alone. Snooze. Move on. But eventually, you're going to get a wake-up call. And we've all gotten a wake-up call, or we know someone who has. If you're over the age of 25, it is very likely at this point someone's gotten a wake-up call. Shoot, I would even say the pandemic, the shutdown was my was was a wake up call for a lot of people, and that's when I got injured. So, you know, thing is, is sometimes these calls they're forgiving, and you can make a little change here or there, and you get a second chance. Sometimes these calls are not forgiving, and the results are life altering, and sometimes even worse, life ending, where you don't get to try anymore you you like the ability the gift right now to try to change your life to try to transform to try to learn the best habits you can that's that's a gift and it's precious I try not to take it for granted myself so look I'm gonna ask you one last time what's it gonna take to wake you up like there's important things that happen in our lives there's important things we want to do that we want to see and we want to achieve 
And so, you know, if you're just kind of don't have a plan to get those things done, like it, it's got, you got, you, you got to start, you got to write this stuff down. You got to have that plan. Otherwise you're going to sleepwalk through a decade. You could easily lose a decade. What's it going to take to wake you up? Like really wake you up to move you down that road on a path of purpose. And look, if you're not driven, if you don't have the goals, here's a great way to find your purpose or to at least find who you want to be. And so this is a little awkward. Take a moment to begin with the end in mind. It's, it's a little morbid. But you need to close your eyes and picture that, uh, your funeral. Picture like the wake at your funeral and all these people who are attending, like your family, friends, and think of what you would wish or hope that they say at that event. Like, oh, you know, for me, I, I'm thinking like, man, he was like, he was really dedicated to making sure people had a good night's sleep. Like his, you know, Andy's puns, his 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 hilarious Matman bit was just over the top. Like what? What didn't he do and write? Like those things. You write, and you write them down. Write down what you hope that they say about you. Like man, he was so awesome. He was kind. He was funny. And then those things are what you need to be doing every day. Like those things are what you need to focus on. That's the important but often not urgent stuff that you need to do. And to become that person is going to, and to, be, to do those things, it's going to require a lot of change and inconvenience in your life. You're going to need to grow as a person because if you haven't achieved it yet, it means there's, there's a ways to go. Oftentimes, these things require a lot of personal transformation. And it's going to be extraordinarily difficult to do if you're exhausted. Don't be tired. Instead, give it your best tried. Because, look, don't, don't turn out like me. Um, in our industry, the mattress and furniture industry, and mattress industry, there's a lot of people who have lived through near-death experiences with their health that talk about sleep and the benefits of sleep and what turned it around for them. And I, I'm not that, I, I was not that extreme with my own story. But I'd say don't turn out like me because I went and I, I didn't care about my diet and I didn't care about my exercise for a very long time in my life. And as a result, I had a blood clot to my left femur. And it resulted in a year and a half of intense pain couldn't walk. I was I basically couldn't sit, stand or even lay down for more than 15 to 20 minutes without pain. And it was awful and I I love to be fast and and do jokey things, but it's literally 39 years old and walking with a cane couldn't walk uphill. It was super painful to walk uphill. So, uh I got lucky in my wake up call, they, you know, they figured out that my hip bone was dying. They replaced my hip and uh, there you go. Doctor's like, okay, you're all set. And, you know, <laughs> like I could have easily gone to back to my old self. And I kind of almost did. Because after about five, six months, I started gaining weight again. 
you know, I was definitely, uh, I was back up to about 220, 225 at this beginning of this year. Um, uh, you know, I had, uh, let's say April. And when, when I, I gave up alcohol and caffeine for Lent, and I dropped about 10 pounds because, you know, when you drink alcohol, even if it's three or four nights a week, even if it's like two nights a week, it interrupts your sleep so much that your body doesn't do the things it needs to do. So that, that's a huge wake-up call. I'm going to do the alcohol episode uh, in the upcoming uh, – one of these days I'm going to do this alcohol episode because it's really important to know that you're not supposed to drink a couple hours before bed. And I don't always adhere to that. I don't want people to hold me accountable for it um, because when I'm when I'm having fun, I'm having fun. But when you're just there on a regular night, um, you know, gaming with your buddies, that's not – you're not supposed to do that. So that's what I learned. And I'll tell you, like, instead of instead of just going back and being who I was, I, I really doubled down with the clarity I got from not drinking alcohol or caffeine to pay attention. And I listened to the Sean Stevenson books again, Eat Smarter and also Sleep Smarter. I'd actually only ever read Sleep Smarter. Listening to it was fantastic. And let me tell you what, there are some amazing things that your body needs that we don't give it. And so I I focus on my sleep habits first because if things are starting to get frayed, I know that that's where that's where it comes undone. And if I don't ta- if I don't really take that seriously and I don't I don't put that at the forefront, man everything falls apart. I I I sleepwalk through my life. I become that zombie. Instead of being fully awake and fully ready to maximize my potential and to seize every opportunity, I mean, there's a lot of people who are who are counting on me for pushing, for pushing myself, and for making sure things happen. I mean, we got, I've got charity organizations that literally have people who are sleeping on the floor. The stories I know, oh my god. And then you know, so. But first, in order to help those people, I got to help myself. And so I, I'm here just to ask you, what's it going to take to wake you up? And in case you are interested in becoming fully wide awake, I have two sleep sources that I've mentioned before that I'm mentioning right now, which I just actually just mentioned, which is by Sean Stevenson, Sleep Smarter, 21 Ways to Maximize Your Sleep, and Eat Smarter. Dude, both of these work in tandem. You can't just... You can't you can't just read one or I listen to them and I'll probably listen to them. They are so good. Nutrigenomics and epigenetics. You are not a slave to your genes. That is the truth. We get this moment to choose in every situation. And I'll tell you what, you can choose to eat nutritious food, you can choose to sleep, but if you sleep like shit, sorry, you are probably gonna choose to eat like shit. Sorry, I don't mean to swear, but it, it goes back the other way. If you if you if you eat like dog, if you eat like pillow pupper poop, you will invariably sleep like pillow pupper poop. So either of those things can get out of whack. So for a very long time, I fought to sleep better while not eating better, and I could not truly maximize my sleep. But now I have I have done what I didn't think was possible. 
I have changed in ways I did not expect and were previously not even on the table. And I chose to do it because by choosing to do it, you're making the conscious effort to go down that path. Regardless if it's hard, easy, it's never easy. Let's just be honest. That's <laughs> ah, You know, but I'd rather be on that path than the easy one because I've, you know, if I, if I get to a point where I have to replace my other hip, which the guy told me I do, I, you know, they, he showed me a picture of, oh, hey, look, your right hip's got some fluid in there and eventually it's going to build up. It's going to be inflamed. It's going to cut off the blood flow to your right femur and we got to replace that one too. And then, you know, ask the doctor who I was literally in the room with for less than 40 minutes throughout, you know, five appointments. Well, hey, you know, can I do anything to stop it? He's like, no, actually can't. It's going to happen. It's genetic or it's like something, you know, you're basically screwed. Sorry, dude. We'll see you in a couple of years. And so he might be right. Sure. And the time that I spent before now taking care of my body, it's too late. But then he might be wrong. So Sean Stevenson has his own story where the doctor didn't even know who he was. And his body had gone through some terrible bone degeneration. His discs were flat like pancakes. Two of his backs, discs in his back. He's in a lot of pain. And then the dude, he asked the doctor, hey, is it something I ate? And he's just like, nah, <laughs> no, uh-uh. No, dude, just just chill. You're, you're fine. I mean, like you're going to suffer the rest of your life, but it's definitely not anything you ate. And then Sean learns, and yeah, it was something he was eating. If your body doesn't have the raw building blocks, the raw materials to make hormones, you're not going to make enough hormones. So if you're short on melatonin and you're taking melatonin supplements, it could be that you're just not eating enough magnesium or the building blocks of things that make hormones. Or like protein, dude, like processed food, processed meat. The protein that you eat that's processed doesn't have some of the building blocks that your body assume that you would assume the protein has because it's protein on the package. But you can't see that molecular level, dude. And if it's processed, it's been broken down and rebuilt. And a lot of times it's been treated with chemicals or gone through a process of something that just strips it of that nutrition that you thought you were getting. And so that's that's nutrigenomics, epigenetics. There's a reason I'm a fan of Dune. It's all about epigenetics. I love the gene pool that we have. We all share the same genes. It's just which ones are facing, which ones are expressing themselves. And just because you have genes that are in your body that make you predisposed to a certain condition doesn't mean that that condition happens 100% of the time. You're just way more likely to have it. Uh, or sometimes with what you eat, you can just make sure it doesn't happen for a really long time or it's the least worst version of itself. Like the, like I'm not saying that you can undo the cancer gene that might run in your family. You might still get cancer. But wouldn't you want to try? Wouldn't you want to just try in, in when to, to not get cancer? And if you could try, how hard would you try? And how well you sleep determines that level of fire. Uh, your cells replicating. Your cells, your, when your cells replicate, when they don't replicate really good, they make worse versions and worse copies. Do they? Do your cells even have all the basic nutrition that they can make perfect and wonderful copies of each other for a long time? 
Because perhaps that's the reason why that gene expresses itself. Eventually a bad copy is made and that copy just goes wild. So what you eat and how you sleep are extremely important details in our lives. And so I'm I'm preaching this now. I'm I'm but I'm I'm a vegetarian, pescatarian. And uh, what I'm doing is raising the quality of my food that I eat. So I'm trying to slowly but surely find better quality products that have less of things that are bad, like preservatives in, in different, you know, like if you're eating, like try not to eat the meat because a lot of the meat that I love is filled with antibiotics and hormones. I don't want that stuff anymore. I'm a hard no. And so that's, that's what it took to wake me up. It took all this life stuff happening. And then it, it just took a lot of failing. Like I was failing all the way to get here. And I don't want you to have the same. I, don't, I, I want people to realize this before their wake-up call. I want people to, to get that alarm, hear that alarm, and just wake right up. Jump up. And then have an awesome day. And when your, your body sends the alarm, hey, I can do something about this. This is, an e- this is obviously a symptom I can treat the symptom and the, and the cause and be a better version of myself. And then later on in life, if you've had better sleep habits, you've gotten more done, maybe you've done more good in the world that you were trying to do. Maybe that's your purpose is to save other people to do things to save others. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to recruit an army of mat men and mat women to fight the things that keep us up at night. I can't do this alone, people. I can't do this alone. So look, I just, you know, man, I, I hope anyone out there, if you give it a shot, Sean Stevenson's Eat Smarter and Sleep Smarter are life-changing sleep sources. And I would love to talk to you about any of those. If you, need, if you have any questions about this stuff, or if I've said anything that you think is absolutely pillow pupper poop, just text me at 704-706-2436. You know, don't hit the snooze button for your body. Those alarms are going off for a reason. It's not always easy to tell why they sound off or for what they're sounding off for. But if you snooze it with a supplement, man, ignore it altogether. At some point in time, you're going to pass that moment where you're officially late. And there are real consequences. Instead, start learning how to sleep like a superhero. Save your own sleep cycles first. And from there, you will begin to live fully and wide awake. Well, thank you for listening to The Adventures of Matman. You can text me at 704-706-2436 with any questions, feedback, or sleep resources you'd like to share. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Please feel free to text me anytime, even at night or even late at night or early in the morning. I'm not worried. My phone knows exactly what to do.